With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
I know these hoes ain't right But you was blowing up her phone last night But she ain't have a ring or not her ring on last night Ooh, nigga, that's that nerve Why give a bitch your heart when she rather have a purse? Why give a bitch an inch when she rather have nine? You know how the game goes, she be mine by halftime I'm the shit, ooh, nigga, that's that nerve You all about her and she all about hers Birdman Jr. and this bitch, no flamingos And I done did every day but trust these hoes
on that shot and they's going touch down on your runway. I'm taking forever like Bob and I'm Rambo and yo. I'm really rich like John Jack. I'm Camo and yo. Well, 
See, my girl and I, we get along fine. Uh -huh. But I'm just having a, a little problem getting her parents to like me. Parents? Well, let me just like your folks. Boy, just be yourself. If people don't like you for being yourself, fuck them. Let me tell you something. I just go with a girl when I was about your age. I try to please her peppy all the time. Without my way to please her peppy. I come in one day, I said, nice weather we had. Say, you can't say that. You can't say that. It might rain. I said, nice tie you got on. Say, you can't say that. My wife tried to choke me with it. What I'm trying to tell you, son, is be yourself. People don't like how you be yourself. Fuck them. Thank you. 
Yeah, baby. It's the Ang- Angry Divas. The Triple Dark Dot Dot. It's the Angry Divas Radio Show. The Angry Divas air live weekdays on blogtalkradio.com at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard. Now check out our website. That's www.angrydevas.com. Angry Divas. Get it right, boo. This has been another Bitch House production. The Angry Divas Radio Show. Radio Show. Radio Show. about how the sisters weren't going to be that receptive because of the title of the book. 
And she said, you know, do, do you want me to call it that? I said, call it exactly what the hell it is and fuck them bitches if they don't want to sign up. I don't give a shit. Are you kidding me? Peace. I'm not in this for my ego. If I were in it for my ego, I would have quit a long time ago because I did not get support from the gate. Not like that. I got support from high, powerful bitches in high, powerful places to help me to stay the course. But I didn't get a whole lot of folks running through here and throwing their name all over the place and wanting to make sure that they were seen and heard. I didn't get that. If I were in this for my ego, I would have stopped as soon as I started because I didn't get the likes and the comments and the shares and the, oh, my God, she's wonderful. See, people who are in shit for their ego quit once the fucking like it stops. So we're going to talk about all of that today, especially. Black female business and why black women fail in business. And I'm going to tell you a lot of the things that I have learned, and I'm going to be really brutally ugly honest with you about my own stupidity and mistakes and how I view them now and why it took me this long to be able to view them the way that I do. So let's go ahead and do it. I saw this beautiful piece. Um, it was an, I think it was Oprah's Soul Sunday something or another. I don't know. I shared it to the Angry Divas fan page on Facebook. Y'all can check us out on Facebook. Um, I know y'all do because I see you motherfuckers looking. I see you bitches. You know. Um, <laughs> I see you, baby. Check it out on Facebook. Angry Divas, the Black Feminine Enzyme. All right. So Oprah is talking about failure, and she's saying that the things that we think are failure are really experiences that we go through so we can grow through, basically. And she articulated it beautifully, but she was saying that, you know, when a door closes, it's because it's not a part of your path or it's to help shape you and push you further along your path. And, you know, a lot of people, when they're met with resistance, they'll give up. But you don't have to. See, if you stay the course, if you figure out how to pick yourself up, especially if you've been knocked down, once you figure out how to pick yourself back up, whatever means you use to do that, you know you're God. That's the difference. That is why there are some people who are a success no matter what they do and find a way to make sure that they are successful no matter what they do. And there are some people who just throw in the towel. Some of us are just so goddamn fucking stubborn that we will stay the goddamn thing. I don't care what or who or what bitch. I'm destined for it. It's mine. I put my name on it. It's mine. I'm spending it. I'm riding around and I'm getting it. I'm riding around and I'm getting it. I'm riding around and I'm getting it. Determination. Passion. Fire. Drive. You all know I have a store on Etsy. It's also on our Angry Divas website, the store. When I started Skylark Spirit, I started Skylark Spirit a month after I had been raped. In my sleep, I woke up to this experience. I created Skylark Spirit, and I created one more reason to keep living every day. It was the single most difficult, dark, and lonesome hour of my life. Every woman I thought was my friend turned on me sided against me, 
even with the rapist. Talked all kinds of shit, told all kinds of lies. It was horrible to experience that sort of assault and attack. And that is an attack. That's a spiritual, psychological motherfucking warfare you're in. All right? The sisterhood did that to me. Right? The sisterhood did that shit. The sisterhood did that. I want that on record. That's why I say fuck the sisterhood, and I build my sisters carefully. And as soon as you fuck up, you drop, bitch. I don't deal with that. And yes, it costs you to be my sister. It costs you to be in my damn circle. You damn right. After I came through that and and through coming through it, I made different things every day. I got very, very creative. I had to. I forced myself to reconnect to my creative spark to keep that part of me alive after being attacked in my creative space, my root chakra, by an animal, a black-ass motherfucking animal. Every day I made something else. I took pictures of things. I was dealing with a lot of self-worth and value issues. I mean, right? Is that not what happens to a woman after she's been raped? Is that not the purpose of assaulting a woman? To break her, to reduce her to nothing, to steal from her, to take her vitality, her life, her connection to sacred source. It cost me everything. So even though I still could do it, it was almost like, Walking through a fog, like walking through a cloud, a great dense cloud around you, where you're pretty sure there's something beyond that cloud, but you can't see nothing but the fog. So every day I created something else to take up the space in that fog with me. My first year, part of the reason that it was so hard for me and even difficult in making money is because of a low self-worth and a low self-value because I was beating myself up and blaming myself for what had happened to me. It took a long, long, long time to finally stop blaming myself. It took a long time. Every time I did it a little bit less, I knew that there was a little bit more value. When I first got started, I had these beautiful purple fluorite nuggets. These things were going for about um, $25 a pop. A little nugget. It's a little teeny nugget, you know, like maybe, a, I don't know, 30, 35 millimeters, so about an inch and a half big. I said to myself, well, no one's going to pay that for it. So I put them in my shop for five bucks. And I went outside and I was trying to do some meditations. I did a whole lot of bathing and meditating that first year. I couldn't wash myself enough. I did a lot of spiritual baths, a lot of chanting, a lot of meditating, a lot of sitting outside, sitting in the grass, trying to give the energy to the earth. It was a lot to give. And I was creating, I think I was doing my Spiral Goddess Garnet collection at the time. 
And I was figuring that I would make it into a collection. I would make it bracelets and earrings and necklaces and, you know, rings and, you know, do different collections and different types with different styles and stuff. Just do some really off-the-wall, doesn't make any sense, just whatever I was seeing and feeling in my meditations. I worked it into copper and gemstones and silver. And, you know, I was sitting outside doing that, and I heard this little birdie saying, you need to raise the prices in your your store. And I said, yeah, okay, I'll do it a little later. And I sat there. And I was thinking about the things in the shop while I was working. And the thing that came to my mind was those little purple fluorite nuggets. And I was like, yeah, I could get, you know, way more money for them. All right. When I go in the house later, I'll make sure I at least, you know, increase the price on those. Well, by the time I got back in the house, because I did not listen, because I was still sitting in a fog of manufactured low self-worth and the key root in that is fucking man manufactured low self-worth so by the time I go in the house right this shit by the time I take my black ass in the house don't you know I walk in the door I hear cha-ching come through my phone right I'm like oh shit someone just bought something in my store I go running over wouldn't it be those damn fluorite nuggets Fifteen dollars. I could have made seventy-five. Low self-worth is the reason that black women in business fail. I have to be absolutely honest with you. Even you know, because arrogance is fucking you know like a second skin for me, and so is vanity. So high self-esteem is really pretty much where it's at. But once you go through something that's debilitating, something that robs you, something that diminishes you, once you have been not only physically and sexually attacked but then spiritually and psychologically attacked by black women on top of having been horribly assaulted by a black man, it does a number on your psyche. I couldn't see it then. I see it crystal motherfucking clear now. But at the time, I just kept blaming myself. I see the medicine. I see the poison in that. And there is medicine and poison in every fucking thing that we do. But I see the medicine and the poison in that. See, the medicine is I am God. So everything that goes on in my life, it is my fucking responsibility and my duty to set right, however I must. And it's that energy that got me up from there, that kept me alive every day and waking up and staying alive every day and creating another reason to stay alive. And when I say alive, I don't just mean, you know, I'm breathing. Hey, I'm here. I mean active. I mean passionate. I mean vibrant. I'm talking about fire. Goddamn Alive. doing what I started doing four years ago and continued even to this day, 
even when I was called a crazy man-hating bitch by the very bitches who this day are saying my shit. Even when I was told nobody would listen, nobody's going to do that, nobody would say support. Even when I was my own worst enemy, even when the inner me was an enemy, which is how these other enemies were able to get close to inner me. Even through that, I still warred to stay vibrant, passionate, creative, and able to keep on flowing. I won't ever forget this, and I won't, I won't name her because I don't believe in speaking my powerful voice upon the names of people who should be cursed and dead. But I will never forget this one woman, and I'm trying to be kind and not go to fuck off, <laughs> but I won't forget this one woman saying to me, you just need to shut down everything you're doing. And I remember crying when she said it. This is a so-called reader, okay, a so-called psychic, a so-called priestess. And I started crying. And she goes, yeah, I know it sounds like it's something hard to do, but it's really not that. And I just, I hung up the phone. And the reason that I was crying is I understood that she had been sent to try to finish me off to help kill me. When you are a powerful priestess, and you often, you don't know it, but other people see that shit in you. And they will try to kill you. They will try to steal from you. They will see that you're almost about to get up, and they will kick your fucking legs out from under your ass. Snake in the grass. If I had listened to her, I wouldn't be here. I don't know where I would be. I can't tell you that. I know I'd be lost. I'd be fucked up. I would not be here. That's what I know. There are times when you have to look at these older black women as the worst motherfucking scourge on the planet. These 40-year-old bitches, 50-year-old bitches, even some of these 60-year-old bitches, these are not the women who were around when we were girls. Something is very broken and wrong with these women, even for all their wisdom, for everything that, you know, they say they know and and stand for. You can see something is very wrong with these people. They're not really invested in seeing black women be better. There's an agenda behind it. You know, I tell you, there are so many times when I want to stop doing Angry Divas radio show. This is honest about truth. There's days when I'm like, I ain't fucking helping these bitches no more. Fuck this. I'm done. I don't give a shit no more. Yep. You would never even know. But there's many of them. I'm like, no, I'm fucking done with it. I'm done. It's especially a day when some woman decides she's going to come in here and call herself correcting me. Excuse me. You get your own motherfucking show and you talk. Shut the fuck up in my house. How about that? Especially correcting me. When your corrections ain't nothing more than patriarchal regurgitation, get the fuck out of here. Hell no. It is difficult to stay the course. There are many pitfalls and traps along the way. Your own attitude can be one of those pitfalls and traps along the way. The motherfuckers you trust 
the bitches you think got your back, the bitches you think love you, the bitches who you think are reading you and trying to read you good. You got to be very, very careful. Very careful. Some people will purposely lead you astray. Because while they say they love you, they love someone else more. And if you would just be diminished, they think the other bitch can increase. You have to be careful. I have experienced it myself. I have experienced it many times throughout my my own business endeavor. What it taught me is when building your house, you don't leave your structure unsecured to go help someone else build theirs. And when building your house, you don't allow someone who's not a developer, look at that, to come in and instruct you on your construction of your house. Not everyone is a developer. How we know that most people aren't developers is it takes them too fucking long to get it. You 40 and just waking up, bitch, why are you trying to help other people? How about you just get it for you? You 50 and just waking up, get it for you and find that one that's your peer that you can vibe with. But until you get it, how about we have a seat? Let's stop trying to lead people astray. No, what happens, and I to Jackie Harris about this yesterday. I said, thank you for posting this on your Facebook. She said something to the effect of older women, stop talking shit about and hating on these younger women and stealing from them. Help build them. Your time is up. Help them be better. Deal with your jealousy. Deal with your bitterness about you didn't get it at her age. And I said, thank you for saying that shit especially being their peer. See, when we say it, we're disrespectful and we don't honor those who are older than us. But I have to tell you, every step of the way, every time there was either a mistake to be made or if there was a setup against me, it was a bitch older than me that did it every single time. Someone that I looked at as because she was older than me, look at this is where you get fucked up. This is youthful stupidity and I own this. Because she was older than me, that she had some greater knowledge or insight. You know, when you play yourself small to somebody who who really is not even half your value. Yeah, I'm going to say it. It takes ego to succeed. God damn it. If you don't have a healthy ego about yourself to know that your value is greater than another person, you are doomed to failure. You are. Because then... You will let all of these little lesser peons in to have access to you. I just recently came through another lesson like that. I thought I had dealt with the shit. No, man, it was all this debris that I had to power wash away. And after I came through it, I said to myself, see, this is the remainder of all that stupid shit, all that self-sabotaging shit we did after we were raped. We didn't know then, but we know now, and we will fix this. Thank you for the opportunity to fix it, to set it right, to be compensated and restored for what we went through. Self-worth and esteem are keys to success. And just saying your shit got value, don't do it, boo. 
been there, done that dumb shit too. You got to know your value. You have to know the value of an hour of your time. I talked to a sister yesterday. She said, you know, sis, I don't want to talk with you until I can compensate you for your time. And I looked at the time and I said to myself, oh, my God, I meant this to be a 10-minute conversation. And the conversation flow was just so easy that it ended up being, you know, almost 50 minutes. And I said, you know, I meant no harm. I certainly meant no harm. I just felt to reach out to you, and I am so glad that I did, and I look forward to us building further together. But I'm glad that my energy is drawing women to me who will remind me, bitch, just even an hour of talking to you has value. I'm not going to do it without paying you. Yeah. I got to remind myself that shit. You know? Just even an hour of your time. You know, I'm looking around my craft room here. Do you know that right now, as I look around, I'm looking at $75,000? I am. I'm looking at all the electronics. All the books, especially some of these occult books I got in here. Mm-hmm. Y'all. All the gemstones, all the metals. I've got gold in the corner, silver over here, copper over there, artwork. Stones from all around the world. $75,000 in front of me right now. Do you know how to look? at yourself and see value? Can you look at everything in the room? Look, Maybe you ain't in your house, whatever. Look at your desk. Look at the clothes you got on. Check out your rings and things. And look at the value of what you're wearing, the value of what's around you. Look at your office space, the value of the carpet, the value of the desk, the chair, the computer, the paper, the cost of ink, Look at the value of all the resources that are around you, all the things that are around you. We don't take it in. I sleep on $900 every night. Every night. The value of my bed and my sheets and my blankets and my pillows and the stones that are a part of them. I sleep on $900 every night. It doesn't depreciate. It doesn't appreciate. It just kind of is sitting here as I've established it. Think about the value of the things that are in your life, of the things that you have access to, of who it is that you are and who you say you are. You know, a lot of times we think we've done something and it's a mistake, I, don't, I, I try not to use that word, and I'm making that a uh, real present endeavor to not use that word as it pertains to myself and certainly not my fucking business. I have not made any mistakes. I have learned very many great lessons. <laughs> See, look at the word. Mistake. I have not taken any missteps. All of my steps have been ordered. Sometimes I was delayed, sometimes even derailed, but I figured out how to get back on track and stay the course. And not just stay the course and stay in one fucking mundane-ass space, but expand it and grow in it and be enriched 
by those experiences as well as or greater than I was diminished by them. I had all of these lessons already, though. Look at that. This is how I repeated. This is a repeat of my first year. And I repeated my first year because of the rape. And I get that that's a huge part of it. But that fucking animal didn't do what he did. Bitch, please. Are you kidding me? What? That is why he's cursed. And all the fucking bitches next to him. Because what it cost me. It cost me too fucking much, you animal. But I had the lessons that I, that's why it was a little bit more, a little less difficult to navigate some of these experiences because I had those lessons from my very first business. When I did cakes and pastries, I had it all. I had more than $15,000 available to invest in the business that I had saved over five years and manifested. I had a tax accountant. I had it all had employees and everything. I was working with my family. Let me tell you something. If you want to be a success, fuck your family and friends. You don't hire them. That, you don't do it. I don't care. And you know what? If you was able to do it with your family and y'all was a success, fuck you, you piece of shit. Yes, I'm hating on you. Fuck you and your goddamn successful ass family. <laughs> I'm joshing you, but whatever, you know what I'm saying? Think about it. Think about it from the perspective of this. Tony Braxton went bankrupt because she financed all of Tamar's fail-ass albums before Tamar finally came out with Hot Sugar. Yep. You don't help your family. <laughs> you know why you can't help family and friends? Listen, y'all. Listen. The reason we can't help our family and our friends is because of the diminishment in your value. Family expect the family discount. Friends expect the friend discount. You know, I'm a baker and a pastry chef, and my sis- I'm doing gourmet cakes and shit, right? And my sister expects me to do her child's birthday for free because it's my niece. No, because it costs me in materials. This Madagascar vanilla bean is not cheap, bitch, and you want me to use it for your child. What? shit to lose or come back with you on some money ain't everything. Yeah, okay. Your broke ass life where you always need handouts, of course money ain't everything, but I tell you what. That's why you asking all the time and you can't give and do for yourself because you know money ain't everything. You don't have any respect for it. Money's a high class bitch and you gotta treat her accordingly, motherfucker. You can't just act all willy nilly and entitled and expect her to come to you. Don't know high-class bitch respond to that shit. High-class bitches will walk past you. That's why motherfuckers scream, you ugly-ass bitch, when you don't pay no attention to them. Because they're used to gutter snipe, turning around and giggling and shit. (laughs) So, yeah, I had learned all them lessons when the first crash and burn happened. And it happened because I hired my family. I dealt with my family. My stupid ass, I forgot to grow up in my dream. As a little girl, my dream was to have a a business enterprise for the women in my family so that we would always be self-sufficient 
See, my mother had always, always, always told us to be self-sufficient, be self-sufficient. I didn't even understand what the fuck that meant when she started saying it to us. But over time, I slowly began to get it. I thought. It wasn't until I became a sole proprietor that I understood mother was not self-sufficient. See, a lot of black women talk that I'm self-sufficient, I'm independent. No, the fuck you're not, bitch. Stop. You're not. No, the fuck you're not. You don't hear me say no shit like independent black woman. You have never heard me say that I am an independent motherfucking black woman. No. God damn it. I do depend on. I do. I absolutely do. And I am not stupid. I know that I don't have to be out here as a mule. That is what our mothers, black mothers, train their daughters to be, a mule. Don't chase your dreams. Don't be creative. Go work. Get you a good job and a good education and be self-sufficient. No. What they're teaching us is to be self-reliant, and there's medicine and poison in that too. There's a difference between what we project as self-sufficiency, which is actually self-reliance, and what true self-sufficiency is. A black woman on Section 8 and food stamps is not self-fucking-sufficient. She is self-reliant. She relies on anything that she can figure out to make sure that her ends meet. That is not self-sufficing. You are not self-sustaining. That's a form of sustenance. Don't get me wrong, but it is not self-sustenance. I'm not knocking it. I'm just clarifying. It's no different from having a man paying your bills. That is a dependable thing. He is a reliant part of your life. And you a goddamn G for having that shit. You a G. A God. That's what they're here for. God damn it. To provide for you. He better be doing something around the motherfucker. God damn it. Sitting around eating up all your cookies and shit. Fucking your pussy and enjoying all your love and feminine energy. You better be doing something around that motherfucker. Something besides coming in with hard dick and bubble gum all the fucking time. Got hard dick for you and bubble gum for your kids. Something besides that shit all the time. My mother taught us lessons in self-reliance. And I learned these lessons by observation, just like I learned everything else. Paying attention. No see. Have to know so I can see. And I under, I've come to understand that self-proprietary business is a great option for black women. You already know that if you don't do it, it ain't getting motherfucking done. You already know that. You're already good at it. You already know how to make shit happen. You just might not know how to put it together, but you already pretty much know how to make shit happen. So what Triple decided to do, y'all, is open up, open back up, because this is something I did before, and I I closed it down. I try to do things with black women. Sometimes I try to do it on a um on a free tip at first. Like I give you a free week, 
free two weeks or something just to try to see where people's minds are at to see if they even worthy and we continue and try. And um yeah, enough said. Let me tell you something. We are launching publicly the Angry Diva Black Women's Business Boot Camp, where we are going to be fostering black female entrepreneurial excellence. I remember talking to this old crone from Skylark Spirit. She's a, a Reiki master. She said to me, you're an excellent businesswoman. And I said, really? You know? I was all, you know, shaky and, oh, wow, thank you, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know, thank you. Thank you, mama. Thank you. Oh, thirsty-ass tree, you know. Oh, thank you. She goes, no, you're an excellent businesswoman. You respond to your clients. If there's going to be a delay, you let us know. You account for it. You let us know why there's a delay. You let us know that these things are coming from overseas, and sometimes customs hold shits up. What can we do? But you let us know, and you keep us abreast to it, and you're not neglectful. You're very in tune, and, you know, you give gifts. You, you do really great things. And I said, oh, thank you so much. She goes, I've dealt with other people in business your age, and I'll tell you something. You need to be teaching these people something. Huh, I said. Huh, I said. I had a reading with a client the other day. And the client said to me, I'm so glad I found your store. I've been buying yoni eggs from this one woman. And she went to going in on all of the experience she's had. You know, she's been waiting a whole month for eggs. She spent over $300 with this woman. She's waiting a whole fucking month for eggs. And I said, I know exactly who you're talking about. I said, listen, you are not the, don't take it personal. This is just, this person has absolutely no business acumen at all. They have no sense. Of business. And uh, if I were you, I would just work on getting my money back and just sever ties and just not be bothered anymore. And I'm saying this to you as someone who once dealt with that person, and that is why I sell eggs because I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. I don't like that being the standard of black women's business acumen. My mama always told me, if you don't like how somebody's fucking doing it, do it better. Or shut up. So I said, all right, God damn it, it's not that fucking hard to make a, a connection with a lapidary specialist. It's not that fucking hard. I got a brain. I know how to use a goddamn computer. I can do this. And here we are. Passion. Sometimes rage. Because rage is passion, and anger is passion, too. I don't know why. Well, I want more passion in my life. Bitch, take a shit sometimes on your problem. <laughs> Not really. You want greater passion? Learn how to yell sometimes. <laughs> Fire. Anyway, so <laughs> I go ahead. I make the connections. I've got a couple of connections here. I've got connections in New York, Florida, Utah, Arizona, Sedona, got connections in Peru, Australia, and Turkey, and India, and all around the world, all around the world, I have connections. Why? Because I got sick and fucking tired 
of sick and fucking tired. I got tired of going and trying to take my coins to a black woman, and she's a fucked up businesswoman. I got sick of it. about it. I be about it, goddammit. And Skylark Spirit was born. And so too was the Angry Diva Black Women's Business Boot Camp, where we foster black female, the spirit of black female entrepreneurial excellence. Excellence in service, excellence in delivery, and excellence in business execution. Absolutely. Self-taught, self-learned every step of the way how to build a website, how to focus your website, all of the stupid fucking things I did over the years, and so you don't have to. <laughs> yes. And I'll tell you something else. This is a monthly boot camp, all right? So the first month, you want to just sign up for month one, that's fine. You can do your four weeks and be done with it, $65. And I have it set up that if you want to do the full year, if you want to do half the year, you can sign up for that too. But it's the monthly subscription, and you can it's $65, $65. And you know what? I'm not going to come down off my price, and I'm not going to deal with black bitches talking about how they don't got it. That means you're not ready. Get the fuck out. <laughs> this is why black women's business fails. Used to be a day. Let me tell you this story. Valkyrie's going to kick my ass if she hears this, but fucking oh well. I told her, you know, there's a whole lot of stories between me and you, and you know what I'm saying? I just love these motherfucking stories. You just have to deal with the shit if you ever listen to the show and hear me talking about it. But I've shared this before. Valkyrie came to see me last year, and uh, I had this rotocrosite egg. I have been hunting rotocrosite down forever because rotocrosite is an amazing stone for healing sexual assault wounds and trauma. And I needed it. I needed it bad. I have been hunting that bitch down forever. Finally, I sent out letters to to a bunch of different lapidarians. I finally get an email back. It's a guy. Hey, I saw your post on a board for uh, on a crystal board or whatever the fuck it was. I can't remember y'all. I saw your post and you were looking for a lapidarian who would make rotocrosite eggs. Well, I just came back from Argentina, and I've got some beautiful rotocrosite slabs. I was making cabochons, and I felt inspired to make two eggs. I made them. I had them. I was holding them forever. They'd just been sitting in my shop. I didn't want to let them go because they were beautiful, and I knew that I couldn't sell them, so I took them away from, I put them on display in the shop instead of putting them up for sale. And then I saw your post in the thread, and I said to myself, maybe I felt to hold them for her. Mm. Y'all, all right? So here I am, traumatized, heartbroken, searching for these stones, trying desperately to do, I'm, I mean, I am like, this is, talk about desperation. I am desperate to get out of this energy. I'm like, I will fucking do what we got to do. I got to chant in some mud and dance naked in the rain. Let's do it. What the fuck do I got to do to get out of this? How do I get away from this? Help! So, rotocrosite is heavy on my mind. This powerful, powerful fucking stone. And it was pulled right out of the earth for me. 
So he says, I'm willing to let it go to you, but I got you got to take both of them. I can't let go of one without the other one. And I said, Beck, what's price? Send me an invoice. I didn't even care. He sends me an invoice. I look at the price and I say to myself, this is less than I thought it would be. I just knew I'd never be able to get these. Somebody really wants me to have them. Thank you. Y'all know I need these. And I started crying. You know, I was all, oh, thank you. Whatever, I get my egg, and I'm all happy. I got the first one, and I looked at the second one, and I was like, no, this isn't the one for me. This is it. I kept seeing you in my dreams, and you look just like how you looked in my dreams. So I'm holding it in my hands, and I just started crying. I mean, just, oh, my God, someone flicked the switch and turned on the goddamn waterworks, you know, just holding the stone in my hand. And I had these wonderful resonant experiences and reconnections to self-love, you know, a, a renewed love for myself when I had Stop giving love to myself because of what had happened to me. Oh, it's terrible, the things that we do and and the way that we're set up by women and men who don't want to see us succeed. Because I was set up by a woman to have that happen to me. I was set up. I was set up. Yeah. That's some hard shit to own up to for some bitches, but I'm going to say it. I was set up. I was set up by a jealous sisterhood who was jealous they weren't the oracle. Part of why I didn't want to claim it, because I was tired of being abused because of who I am. By jealous bitches who couldn't see their way out of a goddamn cardboard box. I was tired of it. So I get both eggs, whatever. I put it in the shop. I take it out the shop. I keep saying, nah, nah, nah. Nah, this can't be in the shop. I haven't met the woman that this is for yet. Four days later, I meet Valkyrie. She buys something in my store. That's how we got to know each other. Valkyrie purchased something in my fucking store, all right? How about that? And we were members. It was so funny when she realized who I was. We were members in some fake-ass Yoni Egg group, and um, I had posted a picture of something from my store. And she was, oh, my God, your Skylark spirit? I just bought something from your store. Oh, my God. You know, so. <laughs> so, whatever. Flash forward from there, Valkyrie comes to see me. And we're chilling. I think we're in my living room or something. I don't know. We were fucking in the kitchen. I don't know. We're doing some shit. It's fucking cold as shit. It's Boston in the wintertime. It sucked ass. It was snowing. Ugh. I think we were trying to have some, um, <laughs> What the hell was we sipping? Jameson, goddamn whiskey. <laughs> what honey he trying to keep warm? <laughs> ah, Jameson, goddamn whiskey. All right, the honey one. Cause I can't fuck with that fire lung shit. I can't do it. I ain't one of them. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no whiskey bitch. But I got to have a little honey in it, then I maybe for fucks with it. And we're just sitting there, and I hear my dark masculine protector say. Why don't you go show her that egg? And I see a picture of it, right? I'm like, oh, I don't. I had just decided I was gonna keep it and just keep it on my altar, you know? Like, damn. All right, I'll show her the little one, you know, because I had a little mini rotocrosite egg, right? I show her the little one. Fuck it. So I takes it to her, 
she goes, ooh, you know. And I'm like, okay, yeah, she can have that one. My dark masculine spirit come back and say, why don't you stop fucking around and go get her the other egg? to be talked to like that. I'm like, shit! All right, goddamn. I'll be right fucking back. I'm like, really gonna be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, because she didn't hear the other part of the conversation. She just heard my reaction. So I come in the room. I get it. I bring it out. I look at her. I said, I knew it had to go to somebody special. I always knew from the moment I saw these motherfuckers that my sister egg could only go to someone who was absolutely special, who mattered to me. So, humbly, I will give this to you, even though I really don't want nobody to have it. I really don't. But I knew it had to be only a, the most worthy of bitches. So, here. And I put it in her hand, right? <laughs> Listen to my speech. <laughs> herself, you know, murmuring to herself. I don't know what the hell she was saying, but she was just a going, transcended completely, just left, left her avatar and everything. Avatar was so damn nervous, avatar pacing back and forth, she's gone in a trance. I was like, yeah, it's for you. It's for you. And you know what? Welcome home. Because I know what it's like to finally come back to earth and get back in your body. Welcome home. I know. I know what it's like to be separated from yourself. Your spirit self and your physical self are not one. Welcome home. Ain't nothing like coming back in to your own. Welcome home. Welcome home, soldier. Welcome home. I hugged her. We had our little come in the mama Jesus moment and cried. You know what I'm saying? We did our little thing, our little thug did just the goddess cry. She paid for the egg still. I I didn't give her the egg. She paid for that motherfucker. I told her, I would like to give this to you, but I have to charge you for it. I have to. I said it cost me too much to not charge. Also, I know if I didn't charge you, I'd probably have to suffer a curse. And I don't, I don't see the point in cursing myself just because I don't want to charge you. Fuck that. And she goes, oh, hell no, I'm paying for this because this is mine. Cause I ain't trying to have you talking about, well, no, I changed my mind. This is mine, and I'm buying it. And what I got to put down to hold it and everything. And, I, you know, we went through our whole little spiel and laughed our asses off and did our exchange. And she bought the egg fair and square with hers. It had been held and held and held just for just such a time as for her. After I saw you know, the way that she bounced back. I started looking at how I bounced back. See, sometimes you just move through things. You don't take that moment. I know I didn't. We don't often take that moment to review where we've come from and celebrate all our successes. We remember all the little shit we did that we wish we had did like this. Damn, I shouldn't have said that. Or maybe I shouldn't have said it like that. But we don't remember all of the other shit. Good stuff. We don't. So I understood the value 
of that. I understood the value of what it did in and through me. I took a look. I reviewed the tape. I looked at what happened with Valkyrie. I said to myself, this has to be a permanent part of my work, especially my work with women who have been through sexual assault trauma. I wanted to give every woman who came to me, because even though I was hurting, I was doing a lot better off than some of these other sisters. You know, I was talking to sisters, and they were like, well, you know, when did it happen to you? And I'm like, you know, three months ago. And they're like, oh, my God, this happened to me three years ago, and I'm broken up. How are you living? How are you living? You know? I knew. I knew I had it in me, and I knew I had to do it. I knew that the only way I was going to feel like it was worth anything to come through that is if I could make something beautiful from it. Every sister who came to me who shared a bit of her pain and her trauma, I wanted so bad to just have all the rotocrosite in the world and just hand it to everybody, everybody. Say, hold it, put it in your bra, hold it between your breasts, put it over your heart, sleep with it, you know. Shit. Rub it on your womb when you're menstruating. Cry with it. Hold on to it. Remind yourself of the beautiful love of who you are and the deservedness of your confidence, the restoration of your esteem, your dreams realized and actualized as well. I almost did do that dumb shit too. Rotocrosite prices went up so high, it was hard for me to get it and keep it in my shop. And I went into meditation on it, and I asked them why, and they said, you're doing it again. You're giving away value for nothing. I know you want to help people, but you can't put yourself in the deficit to do this, and you know better. And you know what? When you know better, you do better. Now I do better by myself. I do. I do. I see we've got just a few minutes before we go into overtime. I'm going to open up some mics. Um, you know, I, I thank you, everybody, for listening. And, um, you know, I really appreciate y'all just kind of letting me flow. This is something that I enjoy doing, helping other women understand and, and coming to realizations for themselves. So let me open up 917-225. Your mic is open. Peace be unto you. How are you? Hello. Peace, peace. Hey. How are you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. I'm just uh, wow. Everything's all right with me. How's how are you doing? I'm doing great. That's good. Just enjoying your show. Don't want to say much. Right. Okay. But yeah, I've been talking to you online and saying little pieces here and there. But once everything blows over, then I can get on. You know, I can get on your show and I can tell you everything that's going on. But th- you know. <laughs> Wow. Anyway, thank you. Okay. Your your show is wow. Yeah, I I can't say anything. <laughs> okay, sis, I love you. Thank you. I love you. Hey y'all. Sixty seconds before we're in overtime. Uh, excuse me, everybody. I kind of just went in. Sixty seconds. Three four seven eight two six nine nine three zero. I'm also looking at the computer. Um, I don't know what the hell happened to the chat room. Everything closed down, but it looks like it's back up. Sorry for everybody who got kicked out. 
Um, so 60 seconds and we're officially in overtime. 347-826-9930. And if that's your time with us for today, you know, peace be your journey. I always appreciate when you listen. I love when you look at the archives. Y'all can see. I can see y'all checking out the archives, baby. And we love you and we appreciate you listening. It's always intended to be enriching, enlightening, and darkening and empowering for us all. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll be in overtime in just another few seconds. Everyone call on in, 347-826-9930. Ten seconds and we're there, officially. We're in overtime. Let me open up blatant and Jesse's mic. Hello? Hey, blatant Mama. How you doing? Hi. How's, how's things been going? Everything's been great. Everything's been great. I told y'all I was going to share with you the, the mistakes, the lessons of my first year in business, all the things that I had to overcome, all of the things that have been set up against me to stop me from succeeding, all of the women along the way who were aware of that and also tried to kick me while I was down because they were afraid we couldn't both succeed together, all of the things that have happened, I am just sharing in those things and the lessons that I've been able to take from that. You know, the experiences that have enriched me, the things that have humbled me, the things that I've been able to understand greater. I don't know who's got that noise in the background, but your mic, everyone's mic is open, so it's just trying to be cognitive of whatever you're doing that we can also hear you. Um, I'm sorry. You know, I'm just spraying cleaning solution. I apologize. Oh, it's, it's all right. I thought I heard somebody spraying something. Like, oh, somebody cleaning their ass. Spray bottle. <laughs> Bring you over here and clean miles. You know what I'm saying? Keep running with me. Anyhow, <laughs> port your ass to Boston. Consuela, come over here. Joke. Lysol. Anyhow. As long as I don't have to wear a maid's uniform, I'm good. <laughs> nah, you ain't got to wear no maid uniform. I, you know, French maid, like um, Daniela, what's her name? The one that got, um, which one? The one that got caught kissing that guy or having sex with him in the, yeah. The French maid uniform that she was wearing in the movie Django. Ooh. As long as I don't have to wear that, I'm good. I ain't seen Django. Y'all know I don't. Y'all know I don't watch that shit. Black ass. Shit. I actually saw it. You know, I actually have not. After I came out of my teens and early twenties, I've not really been a movie going person. Um, I see movies sometimes, usually it's because they came out on DVD. I will wait until the motherfucker come on DVD and get it. Um, you know, I'm not, and then some of the movies I just don't even want to be bothered with. I don't know. It's just, it's just me, but I get what the French maid costumes look like. And no, you ain't got to wear no French maid outfit. <laughs> no, I, I wanted to discuss today the hardships and the hard lessons that I've learned, the things that I've had to come through, the experiences and the pitfalls, the traps, if we know what the hell's out there, we know how to overcome that stuff. And also, just to show you all, you know, how I ended up getting here, what it took for me to be able to stand strong and stand tall through it all. It takes for all of us. Mm. And unfortunately, it's more common than it should be. My, yeah, it is. My mother and I opened up our little business together, which is just rental housing. And as soon as my mother passed, my mother's older sister, my grandmother's sister, my grandmother's brother got together to try to shut me down. Mm. And uh, my mother's wow. older sister and my grandmother's sister died in the same year. 
Good. I'm sorry, but you know, um, less drama <laughs> yeah, and struggle for you. I don't, miss I don't mean it rude, I don't but hey. Yep, it is what it is. Because Cause I feel like your mama, your mama was like, oh, you gonna come up against my daughter? I got you, bitch. Boom! Mama took care of that. <laughs> mama yep. said, okay, y'all gonna take y'all over here with me. See if you fuck with it in. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, unfortunately, I mean, it's, 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 it's the sisterhood when it's your own blood.
It's just plain and simple. It's going to be you or it's going to be her. It's going to be you or it's going to be him. It's going to be your kid or it's going to be the next fucking kid. You have to decide who's it going to be. What's more important? Because, see, we do that bullshit, that neutral neutral bullshit of uh, I just want everybody to. No, fuck that. Mm-hmm. You got one choice. It's you or somebody else. You can yeah. lay down and say it shouldn't be none of us, but it, that means it's you. And the other person gets spared because you decided, well, you know, whatever, I'm just going to let it go. I'll be the sacrifice. I'm just going to, I'm a, no, they don't say I'm going to be a sacrifice. If, if people said that, they wouldn't do this shit. They say, I'm going to be the bigger person, you fucking idiot. I'm going to be the bigger person. Well, out of the mouth comes life and death because Granny taught me the bigger they are, the harder they fall. So you're going to be the bigger person. You're going to fall harder, motherfucker. That's the rest of the lesson. But our ego and cocky get us fucked up. It got me fucked up many a time, many and many a time. And then finally I got tired of getting my ass kicked, and I stood up. And I said, my life has value, and what I do has value, and what I represent has value, and I am going to go for what the value is. You know, certain stones cost a certain amount because of their rareness or their type or their quality, also because of how much of the stone it is. Rhodochrosite, you're not going to find an egg for under $200. You're just not. And if you do, it's because it's me and because of my stupid ass life that I wanted to give people a sale. But rotocrosite is expensive, especially rotocrosite that comes out of Argentina. Peruvian rotocrosite is a little bit more, you know, prevalent and available. But Argentinian rotocrosite, some of the different color matrices and, and the, the actual compositions of the stones are rarer, so they're worth more money. It's interesting the way that things go on in our lives to show us value differences, and quality. But I was still under the spell of oneness. See, that oneness spell is what keep your coin fucked up. Soon as I got out of we're all one and we should all do and I'm not going to do because them bitches did this to me and it's kind of like that, as soon as I got over that shit, all that victimhood crap, I started to actually make money. My business dollars actually started making sense. My business acumen actually improved. My my actual scope of reach has improved. The type in, of sales that I do per week has improved. The people who contact me for special requests has improved. The people who sign up and come to my store just and only for for channel readings has improved. You know, instead of people just coming for tumble stones, they're coming in for real spiritual guidance. And all of that is because I got out of the funk, the hell and the hardship of what happened to me. But it took for me to own it. It took for me to really see what was going on. I had to cut all them viper bitches off who didn't mean me no good, all them fake-ass sisterhood bitches, conscious fucking community hoes, you know, and realize that I had a greater value than them. And that is why they did the things that they did to me, because they saw my value and they hated it and they were afraid of it while I was over here playing humble. And they on every station. It's interesting how we go through life. 
setting ourselves up to fail, to fail, and thinking that it's righteousness. If you a badass bitch, you command your price, and that is the end of it. Anyone who can't get with it, they got to get gone. You don't give no more if they won't give with it. You take breaks. You invest in yourself. Angry Divas takes breaks. This time I don't want to do the show no more. I fucking go on vacation. Like, you know what? Fuck y'all. I ain't got shit to say to you. I'm going on vacation. <laughs> no, stop, stop. I need some me time. You know? Hell, I'm about to take me another vacation because me and Octavia Butler have been getting real familiar around this bitch. You know, I got a whole bunch of Octavia Butler books I got to catch up on. You know, I got a lot of reading I got to do. I got a lot of clients that are signed up for different stuff. So, you know, things might get tight. And this might just have to take a little back seat. And that's all right, too. I allow myself the right to flow. I give myself permission to both master and author the directions that I go in at any given moment, especially if it's in my best interest and my highest good. There are different, different, many different ways of accessing this, integrating this, and making it proof positive in our lives. And this is why I'm going to do this boot camp. This is why I'm doing this boot camp with you all, offering it to you all, and you all can sign up. The link is in the comments, and it will also be, again, on the Angry Divas fan page. You can check it out on angrydivas.com. It's, uh, the title of the actual tab is Black Biz Week. Um, so check out the Angry Divas Black Business Week, and we will go ahead and get in our boot camp. And, um, you know, I had this, one of the last sisters who did the boot camp with me, she said to me, I got three kids. I'm working. I'm not making enough money. How do I make more money? I need a side hustle. I said, no, you don't. You need a business. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. I said, no, it's not what you mean. Because if it's what you meant, it's what you would have said. You're looking for a side hustle, and you will fail. Because you will treat it like a piece of ass. When you want it, you want it. When you don't, you don't. Am I wrong? She started laughing. She started laughing her fucking ass off. She goes, all right, I says, well, <laughs> what the fuck do I need to do? I said, what you, what do you have in your house that's of value that you could sell? What do you have in your house that you could work with that's of value that you could sell? She says, I got some cocoa butter. I got some coconut oil and some shea butter. I said, okay. I sat down with her. We developed recipes. She put together this concept, and now she has a lucrative business, and she was able to quit her job. With three children. With three children. Had another sister, signed up for a session with me. She half-assed paid for a session because she got me. You know, the bitch got me on the, my baby daddy didn't come through with child support motherfucking argument and I fucking fell for the shit like a dumbass that I right, well you says you know I know you, you got kids and this is why I used to give a fuck about bitches and their kids I don't give a fuck about your kids I need my money how about that I don't give a fuck about that you can't afford it you can't afford it you know you know why I don't give a fuck about that do you think Beyonce gives a fuck about all the bitches who pay to come on the Miss Carter tour and their kids they ain't got no fucking hair done ain't got no food ain't got no clothes to have half lights on the fucking water bill ain't been paid in months. Do you think that she gives a fuck? No. She doesn't. Do you think Oprah gives a fuck that these bitches' kids don't have food because they paying to come all the way to goddamn Chicago to see her fucking show, wherever the hell she at now? No. She doesn't. Do you think Beyonce 
give a fuck about all the people who like don't like her goddamn Fix My Life show, including the shit I got to say? No, the fuck she don't. You give a fuck. When you give a fuck, you're poor. You're poor of spirit, you're poor of countenance, you're poor of consciousness. Because you give too much. You got nothing left, baby. You give too much. I know. I've been there. You can't care about other people's hardships. That's how you get got. And I'm saying it because I didn't did it. Anyway, back to the story at hand. So she got me on the, my baby daddy ain't had the money and the children and I needed to do this. And I said, all right, sis, well, here, pay half and we can do it and then you can pay me the other half later. Well, she steals something from one of my groups. I call her on it. She gets all attitudinal and calls herself cussing me out and you could just cancel the rest of my services and consider the money I did pay an investment in the business you call yourself trying to start and got all indignant. Now, she had already received her services, but she's going to cancel on paying for the rest of it, right? Well, so she thought. No, bitch. No. I was compassionate to you and your plight. If you think you're going to fuck me, you got another thing coming. See, I'm not like you, baby mamas. Well, y'all will, if I ask my kid, I'm going to just figure it out. I don't need nobody. No, I need my coins, and I will chase your monkey ass for it, and I will fuck you up for my shit. I don't play that goddamn game. That's why I know it's better that I don't have no kids. Because I would fucking kill that nigga. Are you kidding me? You off with the next bitch, and I'm struggling with your kid? You got to die, motherfucker. I know better than to do that shit. I'd be in jail. I don't know how you people do what y'all do. I lose my fucking mind. Some of us just know better than to even let ourselves get in that. I would motherfucking kill his ass and his fucking sorry ass mama too. What? <laughs> Hell no. I got your kid and you off with the next bitch? Hell no. Hell motherfucking no. And I'm struggling? And you able to ascend because I struggled to have your baby? Hell motherfucking no, bitch. That's why they want us to not know nothing about how to defend ourselves and make shit back right and make ourselves whole. How to hex. i tell y'all something, and then I'm going to open the mics back up. Y'all can say what you want to say, and then we'll ride on up out of here. Ain't no such thing as a person who can heal if they don't know how to hex. If they don't know how to curse, they're not a healer. They're a goddamn fraud. They're a liar, and don't you trust that bitch. Don't you trust that bitch with nothing. Don't you trust that bitch with a goddamn paper cut. Don't you trust that bitch with a goddamn, you know what I'm saying, teeny-ass little prick of a pin in your finger. Trust that bitch. She can't hurt, she can't heal. You have to know both. If you cannot curse, you can't heal. You're not to fix anything if you don't know how to curse something. Even Jesus Christ cursed a damn fig tree in the Bible. Come on, motherfuckers. Let's go. Jesus Christ cursed a tree because it had no fruit for him. He was hungry, and he looked at the tree, and the tree had no goddamn fruit. It wasn't even the tree season to bear fruit. And he cursed the motherfucking tree because he wanted some fucking food, and he had no goddamn food. He said, fuck this tree. Motherfucker, I'm hungry, and I'm God, and you ain't got no food. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck out of here. You'll never bear fruit. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. I'm back. See if you ever bear fruit. 
mics is open. Peace. What's up with you? Peace, peace. I'm back. All right. No, but we, I, I do want to say this. I do want to say this. I met up with somebody that was going through a similar situation than me, you know, like me. Something similar but a little different. And I brought her to your show and I said, you have to listen to her. I know she's going to be a little hard. I know it's going to be a little cursing. There's going to be a whole lot of cursing. But you got to listen to what she's saying. And I just sent her, I sent her a link to your page and I said, Go check the sister out. Listen to a couple of her shows mm. and make the connection. Trust What did she say? Trust What did she say? She, oh, she, you she just said, told yeah, her? I'm a, yeah, I told her about it. Okay. And I sent her, I told her about it yesterday, and I sent her a link about it today. But however, I just went through some shit where I had to go get an order protection on someone against you know, against someone. And it wasn't, if it wasn't for your show, I'd have, like you said, I'd have been like, oh, okay, I'm just going to leave it alone and let bygones be bygones. It's over now. Mm-mm. Oh, no, it's not over. You mess with my no, children. Oh, no, I got to get you. Mm-mm. So, yeah, okay. I just went and got an order of protection today. Good, good. Yes. You know, and, and then, sis, you need to go and get you a, a concealed carry and a goddamn a goddamn gun license and a gun, too. You know what I mean? And, and make sure that you can protect yourself. You can also get you a permit for some pepper spray. Actually, I don't know because you're in New York. So, you know what I'm saying? You have to check all that out. I shouldn't tell you things like yeah. based on Massachusetts Definitely laws. I, I know that. Massachusetts. Get to know the laws of your state for how to protect yourself, what is allowed and what is not allowed, and figure that shit out. And I know here in Massachusetts, it's really not. You're supposed to have a permit to have pepper spray. But a lot of people got pepper spray. I'm not staying around long enough to find out I don't have no motherfucking permit. I'm going to spray your bitch ass and then run screaming. And the other fucking director mm-hmm. ain't standing around talking about some, yeah, it was me and I, you know, here's my papers. No, fuck that. You try to attack me, I'm going to get the fuck away. And that's that. So, yes, make sure you mm-hmm. protect yourself at all times, in all forms, physically, spiritually, okay, as well. Yes. Make sure that you always keep your protection up. And I'm shocked you told somebody about the show. Because a lot of sisters, and, and you were not, you know, this is not anything that I even find to be a problem, but a lot of sisters will not tell their friends about my show because they said, I don't want, I don't know bitches who are actually waking up. Most of, this is part of why I love your show because I, I can actually talk to other women who aren't on some dumb shit. So I don't want to fuck that up for me. I don't even want them to know. And I said, yeah, that's right. You better keep that shit like a well-guarded secret. You know what I mean? Keep the shit close to your breast. Keep it close to your heart. Don't tell shit to no. Don't tell nobody but God, as Valkyrie would say. Don't tell nobody but God. <laughs> okay? Oh, no. I told them. anyway going to wake up, you know? So they already think I'm crazy anyway, so I just tell them. They already think I'm crazy anyway, so I just Hey, y'all help me understand something. What the fuck is wrong with everybody in cussing? Like, what the fuck is the problem? Because a lot of black women won't fuck with me because I curse. Fuck you, bitches. You know what I mean? Why? What the fuck is the problem? I curse like a sailor. My daughter curses too. And I say, I told her, no, no, mommy. You can curse, but not at me. You curse at other people. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Right. But not at mommy. Mommy won't curse at you, and you don't curse at mommy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let let them speak. That's black people's problem. Black people don't, they're not raising children. They're raising slaves. 
Black people have been raising slaves, obedient, docile, motherfucking slaves, talking about we shall overcome. You have to do something different if you expect something different. We've been doing the same stupid-ass shit generation after generation and wondering why black women in business, black women in education, black women, period, are not thriving. You cannot keep doing the same shit the same way and expecting a different result. You have to do something else something different, something unlike what you've been exposed to. And a lot of people are afraid of that. It really, it deals with their core values. It's no different. It was, it was difficult for me. It was a bit of cognitive dissonance because I was coming out of patriarchal religion and into feminism. And it wasn't, I was sharing this with a sister the other day. I said, it wasn't until I saw Mary Daly had written something that said to, something to the effect of she didn't understand how a woman could be a feminist and a Christian. And I, I read that. It wasn't judgmental. It wasn't you bitches ain't shit. It was how could you do both? Explain it. Think about it. And I said to myself, I can't. How do I get away from this? I know. I am God. God is female. God is me. All right. I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. And then it got a little hard. I was like, oh, I'll be God no more. It was too much fucking responsibility to be a God. Oh, everybody's fucked up. What I'm going to do? Oh, Jesus, help. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a little something, something, you know. But I had to stay the fucking course, and I don't, I don't know what it is about black folks. We, it's the respectability politics. It's wanting white people to see us as something different. Like that black woman is cursing, and that's making us all look bad. No, the fact that more that all, all of the people, all of the black women who got a problem with me having a, a quote, so-called and quote unquote filthy mouth, have filthy histories and filthy pasts and filthy lives. They got multiple kids by multiple men, but my mouth is a problem? Bitch, your life is a problem. Get your motherfucking life, and don't worry about what come out my mouth, bitch. Worry about what goes in yours. Ah, That's right. Put that shit on facade. You know, we nitpick about dumb shit. A lot of people throw that shit at dawn, too. I hear people calling her show, you know, you, you got a filthy fucking mouth. Man, fuck you, and there's always some nigger. There's always some dick-swinging-ass, two-ball-cade-ass nigger talking about your mouth is dirty. Fuck you, bitch. Ain't no dick been in it. It's clean in a motherfucker. Now ask your mama about her. You know, that's how I want to talk to her. That's, exactly. that's why I don't call WGAG no more, because that's exactly what the fuck I want to say. Blatant. Every time. I forgot you, um, Don had a show. I was like, when Don becomes mayor of her town, I shall be moving there, okay? Okay. Okay. And she, if she runs for any kind of seat, I know she was thinking about it a couple of years ago, but if she ever follow through and do that, I'll be moving over there. Okay? Okay. <laughs> I don't me, know. I'll have me to about it. I would hope that Don would do something to make sure that the Conscious Coon community niggas couldn't follow her, because if they went to her city, I would not be there. I don't want to be. No, thank you. If, if niggas are allowed, I'm not going. But, you know what I'm saying, if, if, if it's females who are black, then, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I don't deal with these. You've seen these conscious motherfucking coons. I don't want to deal with nothing oh. like You got I have twins by one of them. Oh God, I'm shutting up immediately. I'm done. I, uh, I, 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 I'll explain. I'm just later. shutting up because right. I'll be damned if I say anything that's going to be deemed as offensive to anybody. I was just getting on it because you got a whole bunch of things like that in your city in New York. But um, oh, now no, I'm no, 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 because I already left them niggas alone a long time ago. 
a Good. long time ago when I found out that I was homeless and I had no way to feed my children. I was like, oh, no, y'all, bye. So now when I see him, I'll be like, yeah, what's up? How you doing? And it's like, oh, you ain't coming back to this. You ain't doing this. You ain't that. Nope. I got kids. Bye. That's it. And trust me, it'll, it, um. These people are leeches and vultures and goddamn animals. All of them need to be rounded up, put in jail, and probably sterilized so that they cannot reproduce themselves. Um, and so I am team that. Yes, I am the black Margaret Sanger. I am team sterilizing stupid motherfuckers because their overabundant breeding is what has fucked up our race. We got a race full of dumbass Trust motherfucking me. broken kids because of fucked up animal-ass niggas being able to put their dick in many pussies and make babies. No, somebody has to call the herd. So I am totally team somebody control the niggas' dicks who can't control their own dicks. If you got a dick and you can't control it, somebody needs to control your dick. If you got a pussy and you can't control it, somebody needs to control your fucking pussy. Because it doesn't make sense that grown motherfucking people don't understand that penis plus vagina equals baby. So when I put penis into vagina, I need to be ready for the baby. And if I'm not ready for the baby, this dick going in this pussy better make sure ain't no motherfucking baby coming out. Ain't nothing getting past the goalie. Come on now. This is some crazy ass shit. They will tell you. See the thing about it with me, I guess I'm I'm out I'm outcasted or whatever the case may be, because as soon as I found out that I was pregnant, uh, cut. Here you go. Here's the I want to be snipped. Here's the I signed the papers and everything. I was four months pregnant. My children's father, he was mad at me. Anybody, you know, that found out was upset at me. Oh, you shouldn't get your dude started because you're a black woman and you have to have. I couldn't even talk after that. It, you should have just seen the look on my face after that. I was just like, They no, just want to turn no. us into Absolutely. fucking cows. This is why I talk the way don't that I the do. Don't take the man to child support. And, oh, yeah, don't you. take the man no. to child support because black men are in prison now for child yep. support. And they they can't do this they and they can't do that. They deserve to be jailed. They deserve to have no rights. They deserve to be sterilized. They deserve to be fucking wiped off the planet. Because if you are not here, if your primary objective as a motherfucking penis-bearing human is not to protect the women and children who make up your race, your useless, worthless, loathsome cur, and we need your ass snuff. You have yeah, no yeah. value. You should but not even have been, oh, your mama should have swallowed you or called Black mm-hmm. and Decker to come fish your ass out because nobody yes. should have let you have access to the planet if you did not come here to protect women and children, especially women and children of your race. Period. That's my word on it. I don't and like that shit. Household. And I've told my own father that shit to his face. This nigga want to believe that he did something. I said to him, you've got ten children. All of us had to make our own way in life. You ain't did shit. You did exactly what your father did. Dick. You are not yes. better than your father. I know you want to believe you're better than your father. Just because you didn't beat on mommy and make you made stray families on mommy, you are not better than your father. And your sons are not better than you. They made a mm-hmm. bunch of babies with a bunch of bitches, and, yeah, they stayed to take care of their kids. But they don't have nothing to give them kids in their future, and they're not working toward it. Them kids are going to have to make their own way. Right. You know how you succeeded as a parent? 
You have something to offer your children, a better life. You actually want them to be better than you. You're going to check your own funky-ass attitudes and fucked-up shit and jealousy about how your mother wasn't there for you and how some man didn't do this for you and how nobody took you to prom and all that fucking shit that we went through that when our girls come up and they start going through shit, mother starts projecting that shit onto her daughter because it was done to her. That's what we need to be doing, focusing on how to not repeat the failures of our mothers and fathers on our children. Because, yes, yes, the sins of the mother and the sins of the father are indeed visited upon the children. Yes. It is. Yes. That's so all I heard from when I was six years old was bitch, 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 whore, whore, whore. Any, any time you – I even was told that if you have your hair short, you're a whore because then that means you can jump in and out of beds and stuff. I'm like – what the fuck? Girl, Where did I was, come from? <laughs> my mama started letting us paint our little nails and stuff. Right? She always gave us clear pink and sparkle. But on her bureau, she had gold and blue and red and all these little colors, right? So I loved the colors on mommy's dresser. So I just, I wanted to surprise her. I don't remember how old I was. Maybe like seven or eight. You know what I'm saying? I was in school and I was past kindergarten. That's what I remember. So... I put red on my little fingertips, right? And I went, and I said, Mommy, look, I did it right, and I didn't get it on my fingers. And she grabbed my hands and, and snatched me up to her. And she said, red's a whore's color. You don't wear red. And I looked at her. I said, oh, my God. I didn't know what the hell that even meant. But I, I looked at her. I said, but I got it off your dresser. And she actually slapped me. <laughs> she slapped me. <laughs> she actually slapped me. Wow. But I got it off your dresser. <laughs> like, I didn't buy it. I, I, I got it off your dresser. You know, <laughs> I guess it was a sausage. You know, it was it was just a reaction because she had no control over herself, and she snapped back to when her mama did that shit to her, you know? It's just interesting the way that the shit ends up repeating itself and the lies and the myths that we tell our children. Red represents the whore. How? And why is the whore a bad thing? Because, listen, we got to be a just-for-me hoe for the husband, don't you? So why the fuck is the whore... A bad thing. Yep. You're supposed to be virgin white, and then after your wedding night, you're supposed to be motherfucking Ann John Williams from goddamn House Party 3. How the fuck do we make that leap? When we tell people that the whore is a bad thing, then when he's cheating on you, they're going to tell you you couldn't please your man, but you're not supposed to be the whore. Come on. What are we doing to ourselves, to our psyche, to our value? That's the point of today's show. How our self-esteem and our value keep us losing. It diminishes our ability to earn, to be successful. It slows up our success. But if we know how to take the lessons and leave the garbage, we can come through that too. I did. told y'all all about all my shit. I came through that. If I didn't do that, I would not be where I am today. And I wouldn't be able yep, to go where I'm headed. I had to do a lot of work. And it was hard work. And it was opposition every step of the way, but I never quit. No matter what I went through, I made it through. That's God. No matter what, come hell or high water, you're going to make it. That's God. That's a decision to be God. And it's yep, a choice. That's true. It's a choice you make every day, is it not? You got to get up every day and you got to be a creator because you are a mother. 
every fucking day. You don't get a day off. When the fuck you get a day off? Even on your day off, your so-called, I'm going to get me a little manicure for a quick little $10 fucking manicure to finally do something about my haggard-ass nails. I'm going to do something about my fucking hands. And even while you're sitting there, you're still thinking about your kids. You're still thinking about what they're eating for dinner that night. You're thinking about what the what fuck they're wearing for school tomorrow. You know? Or the school calls you in the middle of your damn manicure. You know, you trying to have you a little $5 lunch real quick at the corner deli. And here comes, I got to pick my child up from school and shit. You know, got to come off your job because your child is sick. You never get a day off. That's part of why I don't want to do this shit. You know, like, I like to do things that I can put on pause. I could put Skylark Spirit on vacation. Angry Divas can go on vacation. You don't never go on no fucking vacation. You even on vacation with your kids. I hate to be on vacation to see people with their children. A, because I don't want to deal with your children just because you got them. B, because, bitch, you are not on vacation. You're not. Your vacation needs to be away from them damn children. You know what I'm saying? You need them kids away from you for a while so you can rejuvenate. Yes, you deserve that as a woman. You deserve that as a god. It's something we don't allow ourselves because of the responsibility. My day nope. off, I'm still working. When I finish the show, I finish the show, I close out, I go, I edit something on the website, I edit something on the page. I get in the store. I start making stuff. I clean up something. I mail out a package because somebody just bought something. You know, I'm always doing something. I'm writing what's the next thing I'm going to put on the blog. What's the next thing I'm going to talk about on Facebook? What's the next meme I have to put out? There's always something that takes a lot of work and a lot of dedication. But in that, you deserve to shut down. That's why I do chanting. That's that's a part. We're going to go over all of it. I'm going to tell y'all all the ways to make sure that you, yes, are successful, but you're also taking care of yourself. The pitfalls and traps, the things that I didn't learn, uh, that I had to learn, rather, the things that I have been able to employ, how I brought myself back, all the, the spiritual side of business, all of that stuff, $65 a month. We are going to do wow. it. I am absolutely excited about it. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to have so many sisters signing up that I hope we have room for everybody. I'm going to probably have to change my conference call line. I've already had sisters inquiring, asking questions. I'm actually going to put it on a quota, uh, and I will let you all know when it's reached close to quota so that we don't go over. I want everybody to be able to get something from it. I don't want to spread myself too thin and have too many people, and I can't give what I need to. You know, that's fucking important. The quality of what goes out is important to me. It matters. Uh, everything that I do, it matters. It has to have a good quality to it. And I, if it's not, I work my ass off to fix that. All of us have to do what we can do. And when we come together and we do this Angry Divas Black Women's Business Boot Camp, we are going to absolutely usher in and invoke that spirit of excellence, the spirit of black female excellence in entrepreneurship. And I am excited to be able to do this with you. It's my honor to present these things to you, to even talk with you all about it. I appreciate y'all listening. That's going to be our time for the day. If y'all are, you know, going to be in here tomorrow, what's tomorrow, Thursday? Throwback yep, Thursday with here. the scientists of sound. I'm going to play a little music and talk a little shit. Friday, it's Tone Masters Revisited. Jackie Harris is coming back, baby. And she's going to listen to me talk about all my favorite stuff and things, about the book and things. Y'all have a great day. You know I got to play one of my favorite songs when we get on up out of here, you know. Yeah, let's do my favorite shit. Let's do this one right here. I ain't heard this in a minute.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.